Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You're listening to the Heroes Podcast Network. Derek here of Screen Heroes on the Heroes Podcast Network. Nominations are open for Best Local Podcast in Kansas City at thepitchkc.com slash bestofkc19. Please consider going to the Arts and Entertainment section and voting for Screen Heroes as the best local podcast of Kansas City in 2019. Nominations are open until July 8th, so please get your nomination in as soon as possible. Thank you for your consideration. Dude, that's awesome. Yeah, it's cool. All right, so uh, do we want to get this started then? Yeah, sure. All right, well, this is Challenge Mode. Yeah. A podcast. We still don't have an intro for this show. Uh, That's okay. (laughs) This is me introducing it. This is a podcast where uh, we get together and challenge each other to bring a topic to the table. Any topic. uh, Generally, the people besides the speaker don't know what we're talking about, uh, or if they do... It's not, you know, they don't have very much heads up. You guys found out what this was earlier today. Yeah, so sure did. The but, idea is know. one of us has research, the rest of us are listening or, you know, uh, seeing what's up. Yeah. Uh, this is this is Cam Konek and Jimmy Hart react to. I'm pretty sure we can't use that. I don't think the fine bros are going to come after us now. Like, <laughs> oh, wait. YouTube's I, gonna, think, I think we're fucked. I think, oh, man. Great. I think we'll just resign. Yeah. Sorry, Derek. Show's over. All yeah. right. Well, <laughs> bye. Challenge denied. Yeah, we, we failed. Uh, the topic today, I'm going to talk about custom creations in video games. Uh, that means a whole lot of things. Um, what it won't mean this episode is custom creations like, um, you know, Skyrim character like character custom creation like that like mods and stuff yeah not not, well no even just like a you know you could start up skyrim and spend a lot of time making a special character you know you you could or uh there are games where it's like oh i or this soul caliber you know okay i'm gonna custom make this character who looks like waluigi uh that is not what we're talking about today we could talk about that i'm not Uh, gonna say i haven't we are also not talking about building like custom racetracks and stuff Oh. Um, across a bunch of different games. I made a custom racetrack in Little Big Planet Racing. Did you really? That looked like Waluigi. Wow! Oh, 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 oh. Damn, man, that you're like you all fucking corners, dude. Yeah, dude, this is good. <laughs> Here, you can take the you can take on the episode. <laughs> uh, no, but what we will be talking about is uh, there's a lot of stuff in Minecraft. We've all heard people making cool stuff in Minecraft, um, but 
you know, you think you've heard limitations until until you see another link and you're like, are people still making stuff in here? The answer is yes. Um, I I love I jumped on Minecraft recently. Well, recently, this was like a year ago, but they did a bunch of updates. They added game modes uh, and all sorts of stuff. Of course, I always played on the um, Xbox and PlayStation, so they always lag behind the PC. So anytime there was an update, I was like, oh, this is amazing. And people are like, oh, we've had this for like four years. <laughs> 20 years. <laughs> um, but what happens is uh, people have modded the game in such a way that people jump on these private servers they're like wow these mods are amazing and uh the company the developer of the real game turns around and says oh maybe maybe we should add this to the actual game um so let's start with minecraft that's the easiest one uh the first time that i heard someone made a calculator in minecraft i i didn't understand i mean i still don't understand but same yeah i thought that i was misunderstanding what the headline of this article was saying because how could you create a uh, a minecraft calculator using blocks you know all i ever do is chop a tree and make like a six by six house made of wood yeah or big dirt, bad wolf comes over lazy. the whole thing gets blown down well see, the, the the key to that is actually not even using wood it's just like just punch a hole in a <laughs> hill and then you're set yeah that's your house that is a good house you could use stone that's true. That'll mm-hmm. work too. A little booty over here. advanced keeps, for keeps me. Wolves yeah. out. But I like the idea. Well, you could also make Waluigi in <laughs> Minecraft. <laughs> you could. Uh, so there are a lot of different things that people have made. So besides calculators, um, the the simple things are like you you jump on Minecraft and you're like, I want to build something. I want to build something that looks cool. So uh, I have seen videos from here. Someone made the globe. They made Earth you know, giant sphere and they zoom out super, super far. You know, you always start like zoomed in on one or two blocks. And then as it zooms out, you finally get a picture of, of what you're actually looking at. And, uh, you know, people will use scales where one block is one pixel and they'll make like a high definition, practically a photo of someone or mm-hmm. the earth or I remember uh, recreating like movie landscapes and locations. And I think Starship Enterprise was a big one, but somebody mm-hmm. made, I don't remember if it was like one to one size, but like they made fucking Helm's Deep from the Lord of the Rings movies. And I'm like, yo, Jesus. It was like, very close to scale, but I know it wasn't one for one. That's still fucking insane. So crazy. Like that's that's it's really neat to see that it doesn't really matter kind of what you give people. They're just going like there's always going to be these certain types of people that just run with it as far as possible. And it's really fascinating to see. So I am not one of those people. Me neither. I will spectate and clap. Right. But to to make them. So this one says Minas Tirith from Lord of the Rings, right? Uh, this was one of the earlier Minecraft builds. And this was made by just one person, which is sometimes unique to these big projects. Uh, and this was made, this this article says it was made in an impressive 22 hours and 20 minutes. Jesus. And Seriously? That is impressive because that seems low for me. That, I thought it was going to be like, like 100 that hours. That seems like it would hours. be something that would take like months. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, I, I've seen, I saw, well, well before I before I tell it that, uh, this says that it, it's, uh, it took around 6 million blocks to craft. Six million. I mean, even if you're holding the button down, like that's effectively six million button presses. Break a mouse. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You're just eventually just sitting there and just like your finger just goes through it. Like fuck, man, that's so much. It's it's, it's a lot. That is dedication. Seriously, so crazy. 
Because, I mean, you, you definitely, I, I think you're onto it right there. I mean, some people will take that and run with it. And uh, Thomas, to your point, I mean, create something that looks really cool or is, you know, a one-for-one recreation of the Enterprise. And then some people will take that and run with, I think I can make a functioning calculator. Like, what, right, how does that come into I'm, even yeah. a, an idea that right. this that's, could work? That's here. the thing that always yeah. kind of interested me. Like, sure, I'm, like, obviously there is a way to kind of execute on that, but who... I'm just really interested to know, like, the thought process behind you look at, like, Minecraft or something like Little Big Planet or, like, Mario Maker, even. Mm-hmm. And you're just like, yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna make a calculator. Like, that's cool as shit, but that seems so weird to me. But it's also, I mean, is that not the same idea in which some sort of smart device comes out and somebody has to put Doom on it? Oh, totally. Like, like it, it's the exact same thing, for sure. Yep. Uh, Put Doom in Minecraft. If it's not already there, it's probably oh, already oh, fucking there. there. I'm Absolutely. sure that that's in there. So some of the other ones. So let me tell you some of the just pretty ones okay. before we dive into the other stuff. So um, some of the more popular ones are King's Landing. So these are ones that are not interactive, right? So this is just, hey, look at this pretty castle kind of thing. So this King's Landing one, uh, this says it was crafted by 175 different creators over two and a half years. And when you look at this thing, you can see why it took that much time and effort. I mean, the attention to detail is absolutely nuts. It's totally insane. Uh, and and just the, the fact that enough people cared about this to not only put in the time and effort and attention to detail, but they also trusted each other to pick up where they left off. I mean, 175 people. Can you name 175 people who you would trust with any one task? I can barely name maybe ten, to be <laughs> honest. Point. Like it's, right. it's, it's just hard. Like that, the amount of planning and like straight up project management that went into something like that is probably just absolutely fucking insane. If that person isn't like a career project manager, they need to be. This that's how you get a job. Seriously, hundred percent. You catch the right person's attention and say, "I organized this. Right. I managed one hundred seventy-five people. Hire me." Yeah. And there's someone out there who will see that and say, you're absolutely hired. Um, you know, a lot of a lot of mods with different games, that actually is how you get hired. You know, just like you hack into a, a cybersecurity system. Well, or well, you hack into a website and a cybersecurity firm will hire you because they're like, oh, you can break it. All right. Now we want you to make it. Mm-hmm. You know, that reminds me of the, the person that custom made a whole uh, Skyrim expansion yeah. as a mod and then went to go work with... Bethesda to make that. That's so fascinating. Mm -hmm. Um, It's it's really neat that it's just something that I never really thought about until recently, but it totally makes a lot of sense that like straight up, if you are developing mods, that is still very much game development. Like mm -hmm. you are still like releasing builds and like compiling all this stuff and putting all that together. You're doing maybe not one-to-one the same work as somebody building the game from scratch, but you're doing a lot of that same stuff, and that's really valuable if that's something you're wanting to do as a career or even just, like, as a hobby. or maybe You're also, like, going through the motions that you would, like, business-wise of releasing a product. Right, right. Right, of, like, you put in the effort, you debug it, you give it to somebody to say, hey, does this thing work on your end? And then you put it out. And then after you put it out, you're either reacting to it or playing PR or whatever. Because people put these name their names on them, even if they're, you know, like a, uh, an avatar name. Um, it, it really is like putting out a real product. Totally. And of course... In, I mean, it, it is a real product. You know, it, it's just yeah. like kind of 
on the back of this other kind of established thing, which I think that's really cool. I think people don't really kind of give as much credit to people who make mods, at least in the grander scheme of things. People just think of game developers as just core game developers, but a lot of this stuff is just as important. Yeah, I mean, you have a toolkit that you're working with, and you create something unique with yeah, it. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, I, I made the analogy earlier, it's like cooking where, you know, I'll make a grilled cheese, but with like the same ingredients, you're going to make some cuisine, you know, some gourmet, mm-hmm. even if it's gourmet grilled cheese, uh, or maybe something totally different. But the fact that we can work with within the same kitchen with the same ingredients and come up with wildly different products, um, it, that's so fascinating to me, especially if you're just doing it for fun. You know, you're not getting paid to do that. You're not a chef. Uh, in the, in this example, I I made the joke online is like, you know, people say the tools don't make the carpenter. Well, in this case, it's like the tools don't make the game developer. But when you have the kinds of tools that we've got, anybody can be a game developer. Mm-hmm. Um, and you've got it's like self teaching yourself how to code. I mean, there there are Minecraft coding like summer camps that we've had locally uh, that I, I've seen like marketed online that are for kids trying to learn to code you use minecraft you already play minecraft and now you know how to code like now you know also just like a straight up like education build for minecraft that they just yeah. like kind of give to schools i don't like or at least it's cheaper i would imagine but Indoors i know there's like an education yeah. build that you can like employ in a classroom and there's like curriculums built around that because yeah like straight up it's very practical like spatial like building something knowledge and it just happens to be on a game mm-hmm. with <laughs> fucking explosive things right uh speaking of explosive things so uh to I move did on not expect that segue to happen well, i'm not gonna no, lie to well, you some yeah. of the i'm really interested to know where this is going well, well bear with me for a second because okay. let me knock these off the list some of the other cool ones i saw online somebody made bioshock i saw th- saw the really yeah Cool. Or it made so Rapture is cool. Bioshock. Oh, okay. Oh, just Rapture. Uh, I was like the entirety of Bioshock. Oh, I'm like, fuck yeah. All right. Uh, but no, they, I mean, just made a super cool environment of Rapture. I think the islands um, from Bioshock Infinite would be pretty sweet. Oh, just like all of Columbia. Sweet. That'd be yeah. fucking rad. There was the Starship Enterprise, of course. Yeah. Uh, somebody made the Death Star. I mean, you name it, somebody's made I it. I saw one just actually about a month ago that was the Hyrule Castle from Breath of the Wild. In oh, it, that's cool. Which that's was pretty cool. cool. And I tried to find that seed to download and play, but I couldn't. Yeah. yeah. I, I, that, that's really interesting to me. I, I guess, so a lot of these circles that I ran in, Minecraft never kind of really, like, grabbed, like, the groups that I was in as much. But all of the stuff that I was always seeing was people just doing, like, these big, like, pixel arts. And I, like, kind of figured that people were doing, like, these, like, incredible recreations. But the only one I ever really heard about was, like, the Starship Enterprise. Because I think that was the first big one. Because that was a one-to-one scale. And that made, like, I think that was on, like, headline news or something like that. That, like, blew the fuck up and, like, touched the mainstream. But it it's really fascinating to me that there's so much depth in what people are making with all of these things that you can totally feel like you're in touch with like a lot of these people that are making things in these environments but really you're just kind of scratching the surface like i was like okay cool you can do some really cool like pikachu pixel art in this oh but then these people are over here building actual computers (laughs) that's what blew my mind i think the first time i heard that someone's like yeah this is like a 32-bit processor yeah what the fuck yeah Yeah. (laughs) stop uh, so I mean, cool. but, but so Shit. cool. <laughs> so this, so to talk about the computer stuff, this one is uh, 
this is a working computer with a whole interesting video, but all the videos are super long because there's so much to show off. Can that computer run Doom? Uh, I mean, probably. Okay. I mean, that's the true test. <laughs> this you know? this was built uh, by Lego Master ninety nine. Oh, oh yes, yes. the legend know. himself. He wasn't kidding around. Hell yeah. Uh, this computer has uh, 28 kilobytes of total memory, and th- I think I'm saying that right, and 31 bytes of dual read RAM. I don't even know what that means, but 31 bytes isn't nothing. I, how does how do you make RAM in Minecraft? Like, yeah, no, like straight up. That's, I think, probably the most impressive part about this that. This is insane. Like, and the only reason I can take any of this seriously is because um, news outlets that, that I trust have taken it seriously. And that's the only reason I can be like, okay, this is actually impressive, because otherwise I'd be like, oh, you're lying to me. <laughs> you're making this up, because how could that work? I don't know anything about computers or Minecraft, but you're lying. Right. You know, um, so to see this stuff is just wild. So on the working computer one, um, you can actually run like mini programs, like he played Pong on it and some that's other stuff. Rad. That is so fucking cool. Uh, somebody made a, a quote unquote working iPhone 7. It had a lot of cool functionality, but most of the buttons didn't work. But it has a touch screen, right? Because uh, you ram your body into the front and <laughs> react. So, like, I was really hoping that that was going to be what it was. So you, you just slam it, into it. It's a humongous phone, so you have to try to turn it on by ramming into the power button. Uh, and Matt, it's like, oh, the battery's awesome. dead. So you have to go down here and press a button to plug in the charger. That's so and the cool. screen comes on and says it's charging. So it, uh, you press the power button again. Wait about on. an hour and then. Right. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You I really know, wonder- You eventually just like slam into the power button, but for like maybe a couple seconds. And right. It kind of comes on and, and then it's it like, just oh, dies 2%. again. Yeah. It's <laughs> yeah. like, oh, well, you have fuck to make this. sure to turn low battery power right. on. Right, right. Classic. Yeah. Uh, the, the phone comes on and it says enter passcode and you straight up, you know, you enter the default one, which is like zero, 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 zero. But you can, like, the phone comes on and it's got like a background on it and it's got obviously Safari, which is just an icon. You can't open a browser. <laughs> That, but that'd be not wild, right? Uh, but honestly, anything feels possible when I watch these videos. But it has a bunch of stuff. So it goes into settings, and you can change your passcode. And, you know, all the numbers come up on the screen, and you ram into them. Um, and so he, like, restarted the phone, and the new passcode worked. And he, like, checked the Minecraft weather, which how that even works, I don't understand. Um, Can't you just look up? <laughs> I mean, I mean, what they're doing is cool, but, <laughs> but look, just look up. I can like I lick my time. finger and, and tell you which way the wind's blowing. Right. Just look up. It's fine. So it's that, either raining or it isn't. Right. That's basically Minecraft. Are there clouds? <laughs> nope. 
Great. All right. Write that down. Yep. <laughs> uh, so that was super cool. Um, most of the functionality in the phone was funny because he's like, and, oh, this app doesn't work. Oh, uh, this one isn't working either. And you got to watch it. And when the great assault, you're like, you know, it makes sense that there are bugs in this thing. No, totally. This yeah. is a computer like, inside I'm obviously of, giving them <laughs> shit, but that's really cool. And well, the fact that even like a little, bit, a little bit of that is even working is really impressive. It's crazy. So, like, there's one... Um, which one is it? There, there was one. So uh, there's a lot of computer stuff, calculator stuff. If you're interested in that, you should go watch some of those videos because I definitely cannot explain how it works. Absolutely not. I know there's redstone in the game, which allows you to make circuits and electricity and stuff. But beyond that, it is rocket science to me. Uh, so to move past that, uh, the next one is interactive environments. So somebody made this Sonic the Hedgehog level that it looks straight up like it has the art style like the greens and the browns all look like actual sonic you know sonic the hedgehog 2 sonic's blue i don't know if you knew that oh um geez i messed up yeah continue (laughs) uh so the uh this is where those explosions come in so uh you have like a potion of speed so your guy runs super fast and there's this racetrack they made with like jumps and bounces and stuff what game is this this is minecraft oh still yeah this is still minecraft that's awesome i thought you moved on to a different game no yeah all right still more hell yeah so they have like a jump pad which i don't know how they made that but uh Seems seems fairly simple, but then they had like a big jump pad, and I did not understand how that worked. But it shows you, it goes back and shows you like a different camera view, and so they made the character invulnerable, uh, and then it was this block that just exploded, and gave you like a super jump. Fuck yeah, dude! It was super oh, cool. I, fuck, I'm really into that. And there are like checkpoints That's and awesome. stuff. <laughs> it was so cool. So you, you really have this track that you can run along. That if you fall off, it puts you back at a checkpoint and stuff. Um, that's pretty awesome. There were a few like that. Another interactive. Well, actually, this one wasn't interactive, but somebody made the first level of Super Mario Brothers in the game. So they made a giant Game Boy, a humongous Game Game Boy with the buttons and the power uh, light and everything. And they basically hit a switch that turned on like a pre-recorded version of of Mario. It straight up looks like pixel to pixel. It looks like Mario. And it actually plays like a real person plays where he misses some of the blocks and has to go back for them and really stuff. That's really cool. Um, it is so cool. And I don't know how much time went into it, but uh, you see the front of it. And and I think that's the one I'm thinking of. You, he peeks around the backside of the Game Boy. Dude, that's like looking into the eyes of madness. Because <laughs> like the front is so pristine and clean and the backside is just a an ocean of blocks that look like street like tentacles almost because they've got to connect in all these different places and it is wild uh, how somebody made that i mean the level lasts like i don't know a minute wow so, seriously yeah when someone like when they make the calculator and it's like oh they pressed a button that said nine on it and a giant number nine appeared in the blocks like that's cool but to see this like a, a moving picture a moving picture of Mario on the screen. It's crazy. I need crazy. you to keep doing that voice for the rest of the podcast. I wish I could. I don't okay. have the stamina. Okay, great. <laughs> I think you do. Um, you're we'll, fired. We'll, I'll practice so off mic and I'll you're come. You're fired. Next so challenge mode, Jimmy. There is, there your is, challenge mode? There is no next challenge mode. <laughs> oh, no. So. Yeah, remember we already, this is the last one. Oh, yeah, because the beginning. Yeah, well, we it all. I'm going to build my own podcast at Minecraft and uh, you guys aren't invited. <laughs> <laughs> we rocked, we walked right into that one. <laughs> you know, uh, so... 
a bunch of cool stuff like that, right? So there's a lot of, I mean, I know we're talking about Minecraft, but there's a lot of games in games, right? There are. So I hope I hope you're going to talk about that. Uh, I will. Good. I will. I good, just got to get through Minecraft. Good, good, good. And good, I'm good. I'm mostly I think I'm mostly through it. Uh, I'll have to check that. That's all I wow, have. Wow, he's almost beat Minecraft. I've that's, almost beat I'm Minecraft. I'm really impressed by that. Um, so that stuff's pretty cool. Uh, is that all I have? I think it's all I have. Wow, that was fast. Yeah. That's, well, <laughs> well that's, that's, that's really Minecraft. That's all Minecraft. Oh, okay, okay. Um, so let's uh, let's shift gears here. Uh, actually, let's go to the nearest thing. So, Little Big Planet. Um, Little Big Planet is a game where you can create just about anything similar to Minecraft, except instead of blocks, you've just got like a 2D side scroller looking thing and um, a bunch of tools. Shout out to two, my boy Sackboy. Two and Sack a half D. Boy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, somebody made a calculator in Little Big Planet as well. It's pretty simplistic, but like, you know, it works. And then it shows you the behind the scenes of what is actually going on in the background because i know little big planet even less than i know minecraft and these i've spent plenty of hours on minecraft but i don't know the advanced stuff little big planet i've only played like two hours of never messed with the custom creator and so when i watched this calculator work i was like okay like i i know this is cool but i mean i've heard about calculators for like a decade now you know, in games, <laughs> just uh, just in general, in general, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but I was like, I, I don't really know what I'm looking at. So it shows you behind the scenes, and there are all these strings that are attached to all these, uh, like turns and you know bells and whistles. And uh, he's got the voice again. Yeah, yeah. Back. Bring it back. you could do it. And uh, the it's insane. There are strings <clears throat> connected to knobs connected to strings connected to knobs and the camera keeps panning up and you just see more and more and more tool like pieces parts of this you know this tool this uh i wanted to say clock because it looks like a clock but this calculator because you can uh add subtract i think you can multiply and divide the the calculator in um minecraft there was a scientific calculator that did some cool stuff but somebody made a graphing calculator a graphing calculator that's insane And so he, at the end, he actually showed the graph, but you can do, you know, your basic scientific functions, but you could also do cosine, like you could do trigonometry and all this stuff. Like, I'm like, man, this, this calculator this is smarter Minecraft? than me. Yeah, still Minecraft? That was still Minecraft. So, I mean, you buy Minecraft for, what, $30? I, I was about to say, those calculators are still like 90 fucking dollars. <laughs> so, why not just so buy Minecraft? just install Minecraft on your school computer. Right. Pull it out during a math class. Education edition, which might be free. Right. Mm. That's right. Uh, and then whenever your teacher kicks you out of your classroom, tell them you were just pulling up your graphing calculator. Ah. Uh-huh. Yeah. You're like, look, I'm, I'm trying to be economical here. Yeah. And she's like, you bought a whole computer for this. Yes. Yeah. Well, look, I, I did. I don't know math. That's why I bought this thing. <laughs> <laughs> why do you think I'm in this class? <laughs> uh, so that stuff's cool. So somebody made a calculator in Little Big Planet 2 or 3. Um, Mario Maker 2 just recently came out, which you can Hell yeah, build dude. crazy stuff in. I'm playing a lot of that. Someone made Mario Maker 2 in Little Big Planet three which is fucking wild That's i crazy. love that i saw the headline come across i didn't get a chance to read the article but fuck yeah all right yeah that's cool and they t- <laughs> that turnaround is pretty quick too they yeah. had to have been working on this for a while yeah. oh i'm sure i mean so they probably ma- were making mario maker and then saw the features of mario maker too and like oh i guess we'll yeah just they're probably just like hey right. we're making mario maker but then this direct's coming out this week you know mm-hmm. and then oh the sun's here okay oh. well, we'll just put the sun in here yeah, that's cool yeah, that's cool yep. <laughs> 
Uh, so that stuff's Which, wild. Do you guys know when? Uh, I don't remember when Little Big Planet three came out. That's still PS four, correct? That's a PS four game. Yes. So, which is crazy in itself, yeah. too. I mean, that, that was that was a while ago. Yeah, that was a while ago. Mm-hmm. That was. I mean, I only played it for the first time like maybe three years ago, and it had been out for a while. Yeah, like I, a while I have Little Big that. Planet three, but I have not fired it up. The only one that I've actually really spent any time with was, I think, the second one, and I played it for like two hours because I did not have internet at my apartment at the time, and it was installed, and mm-hmm. so I played it for two hours. And then went to sleep, and I woke up, and I had internet, and I never played it again. Oh. <laughs> Not that I'm dissing that game, even though it very much sounds like I am. It's just those games aren't really kind of my things. I played a lot of the yeah. first one. It you was did. fun. Yeah, I love it. Same thing with Mario Maker, which I'm sure we're going to get into. But I always love playing things that other people make. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of why I get into a lot of these types of games. I don't really care so much about making the levels. Well, I tell you what, let's dive into that after a break. Hey. Hey. up your fucking mic sorry <laughs> uh all right we're back yeah let's Wonderful. talk about things that other people have made that we can play like a video game like is this some game. sort of video game podcast Ooh, it oh, is the shit. video game oh. so it's where we make a thing where we talk about people that make things i need you to leave this is you're, oh, you're not welcome in my God. apartment anymore i'm sorry it's okay i'm walking into the void yeah you fucking are for that much longer <laughs> Anyway, Thomas, go ahead. Uh, so there is uh, Super Mario Maker 2, which just came out. Yeah. The sequel to Super Mario Maker, which was the first time that Nintendo had come out, to my knowledge, to or come out with a here's a tool set, do whatever you want kind of game. No. Mario, Mario Paint. Okay. Yeah, you're right. That's mm-hmm. that's where people made uh, music, right? Or is that a separate game? And art. Yeah. Mario Paint Composer is pretty rad. Mm-hmm. It's actually a mode uh, within Mario Paint yeah. where you make music. Yeah, that's pretty, pretty cool. cool. Yeah. The uh, the Undo Dog and the Eraser from Mario Paint are actually characters in Mario Maker Two. <laughs> uh, the Eraser is totally a fucking criminal. Like I'm like fuck. This is not. He straight up says two blocks that he's erasing. This is going to hurt me a lot more than you. And it's oh like just God. really just no. kind of fucked up. Uh, and wow. the dog Erasers, is like right? the reason for the entire story mode existing because. He steps on a button and erases all of Peach's fucking castle. Lol. <laughs> and then you just have to rebuild it. The little brother yeah. of our lives. And then he gives you jobs to do. Like you're not busy enough. Right. But he's a good boy. So oh, good boy. Aww. He's a good boy. Oh, right. You know. So in Mario Maker 2, we were discussing uh, off the mic that we would like to have an opportunity where people send in, you know, their, their codes or whatever, their levels uh, to play because... You and I, Cam, it sounds like neither of us actually want to make anything. I, I certainly don't. Yeah, I strongly doubt I'm... I might make a level, but I don't really see myself getting very into that. Yeah, I'm much more interested in just seeing what people have come up with. Same. Um, Same here, yeah. Because there's just there's just so much. I mean, it, it, you're only limited, limited by your dedication and your creativity. You know, uh, 
the the new Mario Maker has a bunch of challenges on it. So it's like, hey, here's a level we made, and also here's an extra way that you can play this level. So like the one I mentioned before was here's this level. You know, it would be fun on its own, but the challenge is don't fall at all, which means you can't like, jump. Don't leave the ground. Yeah, don't yeah. leave the ground. So uh, and it's you not like it's jump. an optional challenge either. Like that's straight up like you have to do that or you do not beat this level. Yeah, like they are hard, like clear conditions, which is kind of cool. Yeah, and it gives you it, it gives you an opportunity to to play in a different way, not just like hey get to the end. It's like, hey, I'm going to throw this curveball at you. It's going to change the way you think about this game that you've played. Um, and now that you know that, turn around and create something equally curveball. Um, and, I, and I like that. It's in Super Mario Maker 2. Uh, Nintendo has made a bunch of demo levels that say, hey, here's, here's what you're working with. You know, uh, we're going to plant the seed here. Now we're going to see how you make it grow. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's remarkable. Uh, I like seeing Nintendo really help uh offer creative outlet or offer um what's it called inspiration for these levels because like for me i'd have trouble coming coming up with an idea out of thin air but to see that stuff in front of me i'd be like okay you know um that that makes me think i wonder if i can do such and such and with how extensive the tools are you can probably do whatever you're thinking of yeah totally i i really like that a lot of a lot of that stuff is there and even as somebody who's probably realistically not going to make maybe more than three levels lifetime uh i keep increasing my number as i go on i keep i keep noticing that i'm I like, like it. Yeah, well maybe i'll make one i'm like giving myself room to like be wrong well, i mean well, i can make yeah, like five yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know 20 levels here and there yeah um but just even from like a player's perspective i think knowing hey this is a cool thing you can do with this tool set and like kind of leaning into that is a really neat thing. And a lot of the levels that I'm seeing right now, cause this game came out like Friday. So as of this recording, which is we're recording on the 2nd of July, uh, it was like the Friday before that. So not very long. Today's Tuesday. And so like a lot of the levels that you're seeing are pretty similar to the same stuff that you would see in Mario Maker 1, which is kind of to be expected. A lot of the big makers are bringing that same kind of tool set mentality over. There's some neat stuff with, like, the on-off switches that you can do. I've been playing a lot of, like, these speedrun classified levels, which are all about, like, do not quit moving, jump at, like, kind of the right rhythm. Like, they've also kind of implemented that with some music ones, like... One that I've seen blowing up a lot on Twitter or wherever. You consume your Mario Maker content. Uh, Gourmet Race, the Kirby song. Mm. You know, you have no doubt heard it. No, sing it for us. No. Um, (laughs) He was really about to. I I saw it. No. Um, (laughs) But in in Mario Maker 1, there was a lot of... You can, like, place enemies to, like, bounce into blocks that do certain pitches to where you can, like, make music happen. And there's still a lot of that here, too. But now they're, like incorporating a more interactive element to where you do not progress through this unless you jump and hit the on off switch at the exact right rhythm because then the platform under you just completely disappears and you die Hmm. so you have to like be actively engaged and checking out this cool piece of art and like this music that they're making with this game systems which is really cool it's pretty cool So that's like crypto the necker dancer but in mario yeah and if you die you start over so yeah Yeah, there you go all right, which is really funny because uh, that's what I my thoughts on your your I mean whole idea for this podcast today is is people creating things and they just created 
Crypt of the Necrodancer Zelda. Mm-hmm. And there was an interview with one of the uh, Kotaku editors with uh, the creator of Zelda, Anuma. Uh, and he was asking him, you know, hey, why didn't you... They were talking about, like, Link's Awakening and uh, Breath of the Wild, the DLC, and Breath of the Wild 2, and why they were just... Why didn't they just make this into DLC? And he's like, well, we had a lot of ideas that we couldn't fit into DLC, so we made a whole new game. And uh, the editor at Kotaku asked him, hey, well, I mean, if if people really like Mario Maker 2, why don't you... Or the, the dungeon creator that's in Link's Awakening, would you guys make Zelda Maker? And see, of course, you guys already know that that would be all like all my jam. I would be so into playing something. We would like never that. see you again. I might never come out of my house, even like, with a portable. We, we want to system. hang out with Jimmy. Yeah. We got to go to his house. And yeah, he's not going to make eye contact. He's going to be locked in his like a closet, dungeon. just like mm. locked in dungeon making dungeons. Yep, uh-huh. that's all I would talk about. But Dun- I just a dungeon think of your own creation. Really interesting. But I had a thought during that thought process that. You know, even there, there are games uh, that have turned into mods from game modes or making game modes out of mods that turn into games. Um, those are pretty insane just ideas in itself. Like mm-hmm. I, one of the things I thought of was uh, like the like even mini games within like Rocket League or mini games within games like I know this happened way before uh, Black Ops, but it's the first one that popped out of my head. But Black Ops has that one mode where you play. I think it was more Counter Strike, but you play as like a, a household plant. And oh, you change. Oh. Yes, prop hunt rules. Yeah, but that's a whole mode that was created in a game right. via mod, and that's a lot more fun than the original game. There's so well, many games then, like talk that. about how prevalent Gary's mod is. Right, right. I mean, Gary's mod has it, that influenced so much that we have now, especially during what was it the mid to late nineties? I want to say. Uh, I mean. I forget that Gary's mod was a mod. I mean, I actually forget that that well, was it did just eventually become its own. Like you could, I own Gary's, Gary's mod in mod. my Steam library mm-hmm. for sure. But the idea that that was just like a creation, right? Isn't it like debug for basically for Half Life or something like that? Like Pretty I'm just mode uh, that you just I think play it, around with all of the physics and yeah. I, well, I think it was for Counter Strike. Well, okay. it's for Source Engine. Period. Like gotcha. the pretty so much all the, right. the first. Yeah. yeah, right. The like first. Five games that I got in my Steam library were like Half Life Two, Team Fortress Two, and Gary's Mod, and those were three of the five. Mm-hmm. I think the other two, for the sake of this discussion, do not matter. But uh, yeah, like it, it, it's really cool to see like a mod kind of blow up that big. So there, uh, there was uh, Warcraft Three, right? Warcraft Three. That was the first time I ever heard of mods, like proper mods that you could actually do that were allowed by the developer. You know, I, there, there's a difference between like I just logged into Diablo two and this guy had all white armor and one hit me in the in the place where you're not supposed to be able to be attacked. There's that, which is hacking. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's going into Warcraft three and the developer saying, hey, this is the custom game list. You can make whatever you want, you know, enter at your own risk. Uh, and you've got some stuff like, oh, you can play tic-tac-toe using like the ghouls from the game or uh you know, of course, that's how Defense of the Ancients, yeah, right. You know, was created. Yeah, Dota uh, was totally a mod. So you know, in RTSs, right, you've got the map where you do everything, and then in the bottom right or wherever, you have the mini map, right? Usually, the shape of like a diamond, and it just gives you a bigger picture of what the the map looks like outside of what uh, you're zoomed in on. Well, 
one of the most memorable custom games I ever had. I I jumped into it, and you can't tell you couldn't tell what you were looking at. I mean, it wasn't a game. It, you were looking at just like pixels and colors, and nothing made any sense. And the camera would keep moving constantly. So there were eight of us in there, just being like, "What? What is happening? Like, what is this even a game? Like, I've played some weird custom games, but what is? I have no idea what the, what I'm looking at." And finally, someone said, look at the minimap. Do, 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 do. We're no strangers to love. <laughs> it was a Rick Roll. It was the best Rick Roll I've ever seen. And the camera kept moving. And so anytime you try to open the menu, if the camera moved, it exited out. And you almost couldn't possibly exit because the camera was designed to move so quickly. That. That's rad. So everyone that's, had to all really F4 out of there. <laughs> Fuck yeah. And I was like, man... Well played. Yeah. Well played. That's Obviously, amazing. like the time of the Rickroll has come and gone. But there's still like this, like really, I have this like utmost respect for people who just take it to the nth degree. It's, it's good. Yeah, it's I just, real good. I was absolutely blindsided by it. I mean, to say that yeah, I didn't see it coming, fucking awesome. I didn't yeah. even know that it was possible to create something like that, and we all discovered it <laughs> together. At the same time, and you just see everybody's like, "We can't get out. We can't get out, guys." We have to alt F4. <laughs> I, I don't even know what, like, I'm, I'm trying to think about what my first kind of exposure to a mod is, and I have absolutely no idea. I'm trying to think, and I, I want to say, I remember playing, like, Age of Empires 2, and I had a mod that changed all the textures and they had maps for uh, Lord of the Rings. Hmm. So it's like Age of Empires 2. Fucking nerd. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And that was like 2000. Like that was yeah, that checks out. Yeah, but then like not even four years later, they brought out the RTS for Lord of the Rings: right. Battle yeah, of the Middle Earth. Yeah. yeah, it's like okay, I've, God, uh, okay, dude. I I had a there's I was at a land party with a bunch of my friends in high school, and we uh, we didn't pirate the game, but we used the same key, like CD key, for like four different computers. Or so I thought. And we go in there, and all of us have kind of played games like this before, except my one friend, Daniel. And Daniel is, like, skeptical to jump in, into any of these games because he knows he's just going to get the crap eaten out of him, and he's never going to play again. Well, we're playing. We're on teams, so it's fine. We're taking it easy. And all of a sudden, at exactly 15 minutes in, everything in his whole game explodes, and it says, defeated. <laughs> and he throws up his hands. He's just like, I didn't do anything. <laughs> and so uh, we like we felt so bad for him because we were like, this would only happen to you. And what it was was the game recognizing only on his computer that he had used uh, a duplicate CD oh, key. Oh, the copy protection? Yep. That's so, awesome. So that, you, know, you, had, you played for 15 full minutes before it killed you. That's cool. Um, but that was an example of us trying to like custom you know run our thing and the game being like nope not okay can't do this i i want to do a challenge mode on copy protection because there's some really cool stuff out there i think that's going to be the next one i bring to the table but that's pretty awesome uh, yeah i'm i think my first exposure to modded content actually is like way later than that and i think it might have been like the elder scrolls series but like morrowind ish maybe after that just because I'm like, oh, well, the game is a game. And because I, I was primarily a console player, like I, I, that was back during the time where I thought of computer games as different from video games, which no, you know, <laughs> uh, right. but I mean, also like my, the most 
video game ass game that I played on PC up to that point was like Dungeon Keeper, Ooh. which I love the shit out of that game. But like other than that, it was like Freddy Fish and Putt Putt, which those <laughs> games objectively fucking rule. Which is <laughs> still play now. But I mean, I have all of them in my Steam library. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, but. Like, it was, like, that or, like, Flash games. Like, a lot of Flash games. But, like, mods were never really something that I was kind of aware of until, like, not even Morrowind, but, like, Oblivion. Like, I played Oblivion on my Xbox 360, and then I would just, like, kind of look up some stuff online, and I'd be like, oh, this person is... Zelda's not in this game. Link is not in this game. Mario is definitely not in this game. Like... (laughs) Just seeing weird shit like that, I'm like, what the fuck is... Is this even legal? Like, are people allowed to do this? Right. I guess I do remember, uh, this may have been maybe middle school even, but trying to download, like, ROMs, right? I'd take, like, a three and a half inch floppy to school and, like, use a school computer to download ROMs. The perfect crime. Yeah, play them. (laughs) Totally untraceable. Certainly, like, finding out that, hey, this version of Super Mario Bros. 3 this isn't Mario. This is a sprite of Mega Man or something like weird like that. Like, what do I do? What is this? Or like playing a version of Castlevania that has different characters in it. And it's, even like, you can say if it's Sonic the Hedgehog, like this is a welcomeming. Well, there was actually <laughs> okay, like, great. There's well, Sonic the Hedgehog on NES. And then you, tur- you plug it in and it's like, okay, so this is definitely level one of one, one of Mario, but your character kind of looks like some weird deformed <laughs> hamburger. Burglar Sonic? Like, right. I don't really know what I'm looking at. Is, I, oh, is this a Big Mac? Or is really this... <laughs> um, what was the... Uh... Oh, and the music was awful. Oh, yeah, I'm sure it tried was. tried to make it Sonic, oh, and it was... Oh, God. I mean, <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna probably make people mad. I don't really like Sonic music that much. I don't think it's that great. But, I mean... You guys are giving me looks. Yeah, well... All right, well... You know, that's an unpopular opinion. Anyway, I'm sure it sounds awful on an NES. <laughs> yeah, no <laughs> yes. doubt. It's really bad there. I'll agree with that. Uh, speaking of, of like, that kind of... You know, something, like, custom-made with different different sprites, I guess. Um, Project M for... Or not Project M, that's... Uh, no, but am Smash. I saying that right? Yeah, yeah, yeah for the, Smash. The Smash one. Where they were like, yeah, so Smash is cool, but, like, what if we just gave them different abilities with different, like numbers and stuff yeah so brawl totally fucking sucks so uh let's just make it more like melee yeah and that's, that's what, totally what it is yeah and and a lot of people played it i mean a lot of people still play it competitively like no kidding um and at real tournaments like actual you know tournaments with clout it was awesome because you could have so many different custom costumes and you could play mr l luigi yeah what? no just like the, the custom costumes in uh project m are fucking awesome yeah. So that's super cool. Like sleepy time. Yeah, I'm looking something up about Project M. I, you know, so would you count? So one thing that popped in my head too was Celeste. In Celeste, you have the like the computers right mm-hmm. that you find, and you then play Celeste while you're playing Celeste. Right. <laughs> but it's yeah, different like Celeste. It is. It's similar, is... but you're like, oh, I can immediately double jump in this. This is great. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you unlock the triple jump and you're like this is magical Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah the fact that it's just like hey well this is how I assume it went down it's like hey I just had some fun like yeah I was making the game and then my off time I made this goofy side game that's like basically the prototype of it but it's clever enough that I don't know if that prototype came before Celeste or 
after it or during it. Right. Like, uh, it could have been the idea game in which they're like, hey, this this could be fun in the game, but it doesn't work. So let's make it in this. Mm-hmm. And it's all, I mean, it's like, would you say that that's 8-bit? I mean, it is super low res. Low res, um, but I don't remember how many colors are in it. I oh, well, yeah, it's... yeah. Not true 8-bit, but yeah, just super low res. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, it's cool because like that's an example of if you have an idea at this point, you can create just about anything and and like and make also, it good. Please do. Like yeah. don't I don't don't worry about if it's good. Just do it because it's gonna be good. It's gonna be good. Yeah. I I, I definitely agree with that. If if you're making something that you like, that's ultimately just what matters. There will absolutely be somebody else sure. that absolutely likes right. it. Uh, I found the thing I was looking up. Wonderful. To go back to what we said earlier. I think it's really cool. I read this somewhere, and it's nice to confirm it. Um, One of the uh, developers on Project M is the guy who made Doki Doki Literature Club. Oh. Which is fucking wild. (laughs) That's awesome. (laughs) Have you played that? (laughs) No, I have not. Play it. All right. You should play it. Do not look up a single fucking thing about it. Okay, how do I play play it? It's on PC. It's free. All right, so... So you download it. I guess I should plug my computer in. You should you should headphones. At home. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's cryptic and I'm here for it. I, I think you will enjoy it. Okay. Yeah. Not I'm to kind of derail the podcast, but it does some cool things that only video games can do. I am Which really, I know you are all about that yeah, bullshit. Yeah, I'm really into I that am stuff. all about that bullshit. Uh, and second thing, yeah, you should totally make things and like get them out to people. I know we just said that earlier, but I mean like that's why I'm doing a lot of this shit, you know? Pick any of these avenues that we have talked about. Totally. And yeah, and there are a lot of things we're leaving out. Like, there's just so much We could custom literally stuff. make an entire podcast about this. Yeah. Like, we there's really just could. that much. I think we should. I do not have this kind of time, <laughs> Jimmy. Oh. If someone in Kansas City <laughs> wants to make an offshoot podcast of this... All if you if you get the ball rolling, it's I'm called Chalonk mode. <laughs> yeah, Chalonk mode. <laughs> um, I I hope like I hope we can have instead of uh, commercial breaks, we'll have Chalonk mode breaks. So Ooh. just like Celeste, where there's the derez Celeste just in the game. It's doing that voice from earlier. Yes, but the entire time. <laughs> I mean, well, it's gonna have to be all three of us if we're gonna make Chalonk podcast. Okay, all right. All right. Yeah, it's, we are so fucking. It's a stupid. team effort. <laughs> this is the, I, I always kind of describe these people as like the dumbest kind of smart show that we've done. That's I, generous. That's that's very generous. <laughs> it's fucking stupid. I mean, I'll I'll take that W. Oh, thank I'll you. Take that. Yeah, I, I, I think <laughs> it's a good one. That. I think it's a good one. Um, All right, the, now we're now we're uh, now we're done uh, just talking about how great we are. Let's talk about more of what you're hey, wanting to let's, talk about. Uh, I'm gonna try to rapid fire this because each of these we could talk about for a long time, and maybe we talk about it again later. But yeah. um, we talk about Warcraft three um, and its mods. So that um, those mods led to Dota, which Dota two is I think still top dog for the biggest esport in the world. It's probably you I wouldn't know, be surprised. Maybe it's behind Counter Strike, but. Um, it's huge. The, the, price, it's the price pool of the international no, gets league. higher and higher every single yeah, year. Like, that's it's why fucking I insane. say it's the biggest one. Um, yeah, it's just it's crazy how huge it is. And same with worlds. With, yeah, I, uh, with it's, it's crazy how like involved just that scene is too. Like a buddy of mine writes esports articles, I think, for the Daily Dot, and he's just like, "Yeah, I wrote fifty-two Dota two articles in June." I'm like, Whoa, fuck, wow. dude, seriously. <laughs> Like crazy, good on you. Like Just get you. going on that grind, but and so man, it's wild that, to think that that game is that big. That whole branch of an industry 
is based off of a mod that someone made in someone else's game as yeah, a custom right. mode, right? That Bass Hunter song is not good. I'm going to stand <laughs> right here and proclaim that to whoever the fuck wants to listen. Which, if you've heard it by this brave. point, thank you for listening to the show. <laughs> Hashtag but brave. I do not like that song. Um, Continue. <laughs> hot takes from camp. Uh, no, so, okay, so Dota 2 exists, yeah. right? Um, I don't still, yeah. know. I'm not as familiar with, like, the modding scene with that i didn't realize until like a week or two ago that you could mod anything in dota and maybe it's not like a legal mod i honestly don't know um but they somebody uh i looked their name up but um i couldn't find much information about them they made a game uh basically called i think it's actually called auto chess oh yeah yeah so so auto chess is a game that exists I picked it up on my phone. You can play it on phone or PC, and there's cross-play, um, I believe. And the one I picked is, like, the game is has a solid foundation. It's just very, very poorly translated, and it's really funny. Um, but this game was just a mod in Dota, and it became so successful. So apparently it came out in January, and since then has gained 8 million uh, players, this yeah, is a mod like, again. Like right? Dota Two has obviously been big, just core on its own for a while. But that game made it kind of blow the fuck up again. It's like crazy. a lot of people who were just like kind of swearing off Dota completely, were just really hopping back in to just play auto chess. Yeah, and so the game I'm playing is is good. Uh, you know, it's my well, I, whatever. I don't need to get into the details of the actual game, but it's a solid game, and you could tell how exactly how it was a custom mod like knowing that it was a mod for dota totally makes sense because i could have seen it as a mod for warcraft 3 right and uh that game was so successful so auto chess was so successful that valve has now made their own official version of course valve made dota um valve has made their own official game they made dota 2 yeah it's weird yeah isn't that weird yeah and then it's it's kind of weird that like sort of the same thing is happening with auto chess yeah where they're just like we want to make our own auto chess and i was like well we we made auto chess and they're like oh, okay Maybe. well we're gonna make auto chess <laughs> right oh, okay so there's this called uh it's, it's like underlords or yeah something? Underlords. Dota underlords. Dota underlords yeah um so basically the same exact game uh there there are differences but they're basically the same game and both of them have a huge number of players uh, so that's crazy. So to think, you know, I thought that that idea was dead. The idea of like, here's this game, someone modded it, and now it's a new game and it's huge. I haven't heard of that since Dota, like to this scale. And that happened ages ago. I mean, did that happen 10, 15 years ago? 10 years ago? Probably early 2000s. Early 2000s. Yeah. So yeah, closer at least I, to 15. I, I have absolutely no idea. It happened a long time ago. So to hear that this year, in the year of our Lord, 2019, <laughs> uh, that that exact thing is happening again with auto chess is fascinating to me. It, it spawned its own genre uh, called the auto battler genre. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Yeah. It's it, a it was, I, I read that today. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. This has a name now. Awesome. Right. All right. Cool. I'm here for it. So... Um, that that's that's exciting to me that that stuff is still you know that the kids are still doing it right so to speak Mm -hmm. and you even see some stuff like that where i think at this point battle royale is totally its own genre like it's not just a multiplayer mode like it's something that you build a lot of systems around and that was also just kind of an offshoot or like it was like this side thing in a couple of games that came out before like PUBG really picked it up and just made it blow the fuck up. Right. Know? 
Yeah. Is that is that not so? This d- technically could be how the whole area of genres of video games could have been created. Totally. Uh, my first uh, just now is thinking about Dungeons and Dragons. Like Dungeons and Dragons probably had a mod to turn it into space rather than fantasy, mm-hmm. and then both of those could have branched off to have mods of each of them to have. Hey, with this space one, we're going to do Star Trek. This one's going to have Star Wars, mm-hmm. and then from there it just Dude, branches off I, and continues on and on and on. I shortly after I first played D anD D. I watched my brother play KOTOR, KOTOR 2, yeah. I think. And I was seeing, like, the game actually uses the terms dice roll and D20 oh, yeah. and D8 and all stuff. And I'm just like, oh, so this this is just exactly D&D. Like, this this is a reskin. <laughs> you know, this is a visual version of Dungeons & Dragons. Absolutely. And uh, the fact that like, it wasn't similar, it was the same system. Um, you know, and D&D's been around for ages, and KOTOR was new to me. You know, that was crazy. And uh, it, it's like, you know, the apple doesn't far, fall far from the tree in fantasy, but and also in games systems. You know, people see something that works and much like a tree, the branches grow out and then something falls off of that, seed grows, and then you've got a right. whole other, you know, it's, genre. All, it's always just kind of, it really, once you get down to it, it's just human nature for you to just find different ways to have fun with like the things that you're given because there's always going to be limitations for things and maybe yeah cool like we have these cars and like we have these like traditional racing games but what if you could use those cars to play fucking soccer (laughs) right like that's cool as hell and that sounds like just a blast on paper and it is but like that kind of stuff where people are just like cool we have this like established thing what if we just put this kind of spin on it that's just kind of how that stuff organically grows like remember uh playing uh the army men games on like playstation yeah fuck yeah well the our parents probably played when they were kids with actual army men in their room i remember playing one on the original playstation and my parents were just like this is fucking wild yeah and i'm like well i mean this game isn't that great you know (laughs) calm down mom yeah i mean it's 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 okay like i'm like eight years old so it's fine but Mm -hmm. you know (laughs) Uh, yeah, so that stuff's super cool, and I'm excited to see what else keeps happening with this. Movie. Yeah, like you know, last year, last year question mark was Battle Royale. Uh, you know, this year it's Auto Chess. I mean, it's yeah, League just League a- just came out with theirs. Like League of Legends just oh, put out did. their Auto Battler, or are putting out one. I know, I know, and they've like said, hey, this is a thing we're doing. You know. And they like straight up were just like we played a lot of Auto Chess, so we just wanted to make one. I'm like, all right, cool. You <laughs> I guys like know what you're doing. Yeah. There. <laughs> um, I think I've said the phrase "that's crazy." Like. 30 man, times that's crazy. this podcast. Man, I do crazy. apologize if anybody's taking drinks for that at home. Man, if somebody took a shot every time I said like or um, they would be dead. If Would they? Oh, absolutely. Is that a chalunk? Not, okay. It's a chalunk. <laughs> uh, the last two things I would say is um, in Minecraft, I, I want to bring this up at the end. Uh, I saw a couple, I saw a Death Star run but then when I watched it, I realized I was basically I basically realized this is machinima, you know. This is someone made a Death Star run where everything is stationary and just the camera moves, but they also like cut in like a close up of someone in a cockpit, you know, Han Solo, and uh, then they go back and and they were clever about it. But I was looking, and I was like, this is basically machinima, which made me think of uh, Red versus Blue, hell yeah, which was the first time I ever saw machinima where they just took the tool set of halo 
and made a TV show. They made a licensed TV great. show out it's of it. Great. And it's Red great. Red Blue it is great. really is good. <laughs> I remember watching the first three seasons of that on my buddy's PSP. <laughs> what a that, world we that was how, And now it's on Netflix. <laughs> oh, so. my gosh. So and the, I'm going to RTX this weekend. It's like, <laughs> fucking what? You know? Man. What is it? Rooster Teeth Expo? Yeah. Yeah. They yeah. Uh, That's kind of are a big deal now, apparently. Oh, for sure. I so. mean, they're always the... I only knew Rooster Teeth because of Red vs. Blue. Actually, same. And yeah, now same. they their first, you know, Giant Bomb is second to them of uh, the highest fundraising for Extra Life every year. Yeah, totally. And the number they hit is staggering. Yeah, it's They raise so much wild. money. So it's crazy that, like, same story. That grew out of basically Red vs. Blue, which was yeah, just like a fan. Yeah, out of them wanting to make fun dick jokes in Halo. Yeah, you know? that's exactly what that was. Yeah. And you've just got, oh, so there are a bunch of different colors. So if you want to be successful colored. kids... Listen to me. Go on a video game. Make some dick jokes with your friends. You'll be the first one. You will totally probably not get kicked off. Maybe you will probably get kicked off. I think you'll be fine. Yeah. Yeah. I'm honestly... Totally fine. At at this point, yeah. Uh, So there's that. Maybe don't. um, Listen to me. (laughs) And we we could seriously have a whole second episode about a lot of this stuff. Um, But but I want to wrap up... Uh, I want to answer first, so so let me okay. do this. But do you do you have any memories of like when you were younger, like jankily finding a way to like make your own fun in a game? Like the thing I thought, because I've been thinking about this all day, and one of the most basic examples I thought of is when you're in a game and you just use your bullets, you shoot the wall, and you try to like spell your name Hell or something yeah. like that. But like the golden eye or the paintball mode. But the game doesn't have enough memory to <laughs> to get more than like one letter at a time, and you're like, you know what? I just got to make two. Yeah, you're trying to spell out ass, but you just get as. <laughs> it's really disappointing at that yeah, point. Yeah, no, it totally is. It's really demoralizing. Um, so for me, I'll try to make this story a little bit quick, but I remember uh, I just sat down one morning. I was younger playing the original Spyro the Dragon, I was like, I wonder if I start a new game, if I could just beat this game today. And I did. And it was cool. But at the same time, I also, I think, was starting to get the stomach flu. So I remember, like, (laughs) just feeling really rough by the time I beat that final boss and then just, like, got up from my chair and then just, like, waddled into the bathroom. Oh, no. And then just, like, (laughs) fucking... This is gonna oh, be kind of oh, gross, no. but basically just like threw up like a fucking like garden hose oh. <laughs> with like your finger like pressed against the top of it. Oh, Sorry, no. listeners. Oh. Um, but like everywhere but the toilet, it was just the floor. And then I just walked into the kitchen. I'm like, "Hey, mom," and she's like, ah, "All right, <laughs> go beat, down. You beat some water, again, didn't oh, you? No, yeah. no, like straight up that." Like made me be like maybe I maybe I just wasn't made to like play video games oh, all the no. time. So do you know what I did? I just kept playing video games all the time. Yeah. Like I got to get through this, but I didn't do them all at once. So so what did you do yeah. after that? You're like every time you felt like you were getting sick, your custom up, game was like I got to speed run this before I throw. I up. straight up did not touch <laughs> like the original Spyro the Dragon for maybe a couple of years after that. So hold on, wait, wait. So have you tried to play that all the way through again? No. So if you do, will you throw I up have carpet? There? I have to clean up now. I don't want to I, deal with that. <laughs> but that's a question that we might need answered. Mm. All right. Will you just end up throwing up at the end? Let's it's do guaranteed. it. Let's do it. Let's get my Twitch channel up and running. Let's make it happen. I tell you what, listeners, if you can create Spyro the Dragon in Minecraft, 
send it to us. And Cam will play it all the way through. All the, the way through. Entire in Minecraft. <laughs> Just in Minecraft. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think that if... I, Mine goes back to because I I had a NES growing up, so I played a lot of the same like nine games that I had because they were my mom's. She was the one who played video games that got me started because we already had them. And so nice. I had you know Mario. I didn't. I had Mario One, Mario Two, and Legend of Zelda. Uh, I actually wow, I just thought of this, but Mario Paint's not the first creation game. There's a game on the NES called Video Mation that, that I had. That sounds janky as hell. That and sounds... it has a rad tiger on the front that's jumping out of crazy '90s Ooh. stuff. Yeah, man, I just <laughs> that remember that. Straight up sounds like Video Mation, make believe game you would see on a sitcom. Oh, please look at yes, the, it does. the I, box art on that game. Is I am going awesome. to look it up it right now. Rad. I think it's. But regardless, uh, in those games, I again, I had beaten them so many times, I would try to figure out things to do to to beat them like quicker, your own, just make them like more challenge fun. Mode, so if you will. what I did, there you go, I, uh, when in Mario 1, would try to beat levels without stopping. Like, definitely just oh, running shit, as fast as possible. Fucking rules. <laughs> that is? Oh my god, okay. look at that shit. Oh, that's yeah. great. Alright, cool. Video-mation. I just found the image for this episode. <laughs> Perfect. So uh, in, in like Zelda, I would try to to beat the game without having like taking the the hearts or uh, anything like that. I could in those oh, games. Oh, there's, there's like a Nuzlocke runs for Pokemon and stuff. Sort of God. like those types of things in those games to do, to beat it. With Mario Two, you could beat the game with one of the four characters because you could play with Mario, Luigi, Peach, or I like the game Toad. It's and my favorite Mario game. Playing through as Toad throughout that game is hard. Yeah. He jumps like shit, but he's super fast. So, yeah, I don't know. There's a lot of little things like that. Trying to beat it as fast as possible or uh, trying not to throw up all over your bathroom floor. <laughs> when, uh, you know, when Halo floor. had, like, the skulls, that was a little later in my life than I wanted those. Mm-hmm. Or or maybe it was too early. I don't know. But it was, the skulls never hit me right. But I like the idea of them where it's just like, hey, this is that game you love. You know, if they honestly, if they had the skulls in Halo One, I probably would have loved them because I played that game up and down, left and right, all day. I played that game as much as you could possibly play it. Maybe, maybe, maybe that's a challenge to myself. Yeah. Um, but if they if they had been like, oh, it's the same thing except everyone's shields are are stronger. Like it's not a harder difficulty, but just their shields are stronger. Um, I think I would have loved that just to be able to mod your own game, so to speak. Uh, yeah, I think it's just a novelty of like, hey, we made this game, we're proud of it, now break it. You know, now go through and see how you how can much we break can it. break you. Yes, yes. <laughs> um, yeah, so I, I just like, I like developers embracing that. I love the back and forth between uh, the creators, like the, the mod community and the original creators. You know, a lot of times those people really do become, they get hired on. They're like, you did a great job. You made a game that's as good as anything we would have made. Can we pay you to join us? I, I think they did that for a Sonic game. Yeah, Sonic uh, Mania was made by somebody who made like a really well-made Sonic fan game. Which is wonderful. Which that's is so cool. also apparently the best Sonic game of the past like 10 years. That's very true. Yep. So so yeah, uh, so everybody go uh, go mod something and get hired. And the music's good. And Sonic oh, yeah, Mania. the music okay. is good. Yeah. We'll I, convince you. I have it. I have got it. I got it on PlayStation Plus. I just haven't fired it up. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say like, "Oh, I've got the soundtrack on vinyl." Yeah, I got it. <laughs> yeah. like, I they do have the soundtrack on vinyl. That one is actually printed on vinyl. <laughs> I believe that. Uh, yeah, people really like that a lot. So I'm not trying to say you cannot. I'm just saying I don't. Well, so. cool. All right. Well, uh, I think we've accepted this challenge. I think we've completed this challenge. 
Way to stick to the brand. Hey. I'm into that. Yeah. I want to challenge some people's Mario Maker levels. Can that be a thing? Can you sure. guys give those to us? Yeah, I very much sure, want yeah. that. Yeah, uh, tweet them at Gamer Heroes Pod. That is the parent show. I don't. It's yeah. our Twitter. You can, you can <laughs> put them in the GGKC. Yeah, uh, we have a Facebook group, LFGKC. Yeah, baby. Uh, if you want to go there, do that. That'd be great. Um, either one works. I'll make sure we get them over to Jimmy so we can talk about how yeah. frustrated he is next time we record. Get him rustled. Yeah. I mean, I, them might, <laughs> I might buy the game just to do that. Yeah, no, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's a good time. I, I straight up got it because other people made cool levels and I just wanted to play them. Yeah. So. Well, cool. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, tell us all about your own custom creations online and all of those places. And uh, we'll see you next time. See you later. Bye-bye.